Are you happy in your business? Now, I have had my share of emotional ups and downs in my 20 years of being a solo entrepreneur coach. And the patterns I've seen in myself and in my clients is that those downs are usually when I was personally feeling unfulfilled. Sometimes it was because a launch that flopped and sometimes it was just life and had nothing to do with business. But those ups, oh boy, those are the times when I was feeling my most authentic and completely aligned to my purpose or when I just felt like I was rocking that work-life balance. I would be thinking, I could do this all day long and never feel tired. One of my loves is sharing what works for me and what has been working for my clients to achieve this very feeling, full of passion, happiness, peace, and freedom. So I decided to create a private podcast for coaches. Maybe you just want to develop better communication skills that boosts engagement, leads to better results, and makes you feel like you're actually making a difference in the lives of the people you serve. Then you're invited too. We talk about this and more in the UBU private podcast for coaches. Whether you're a mentor, a parent, or run a client-focused business, coaching skills benefit everyone and anyone who wants to communicate in a way that builds relationships. Fall in love with your life and business again. Click the link in the show notes for your invitation to join us right now. Then come back and enjoy this episode. Hey, Difference Maker. It has been a crazy 2023 so far. Is it just me or have weird things been happening to you too? I feel like I need to catch you up on what has been happening in the last two weeks. I got banned from YouTube, not once, not twice, but three times, all in a two-week span before our official launch date. And it's not just that, all while going through some health issues, some family drama, almost losing a team member that I value so much. And this has all happened since the last episode that I released. And the irony is, is that last episode was the three things to do when plans don't go your way. And so since then, a lot of plans have not gone my way. I mean, talk about divine timing. I needed to hear that episode myself and follow my own advice. Obviously, I was forced to postpone the YouTube launch, and somehow we still managed to meet the February 27th deadline. Here's the sticky note of where I originally said, hey, this is a thing. It just didn't look quite the way I originally planned. And you are not going to believe all of the divine interventions that went into it and culminated to this exact moment. I am about to spill all of the tea, not for a pity party, but hopefully you are going to feel encouraged that you are not alone. Life and business can get really messy really quickly, but it doesn't have to be stressful if you maintain your alignment. So in this episode, I'm going to be telling you how I got through one of the most stressful two weeks of my life and the joy that has come out of all of it. Stick around. to stop comparing yourself to others and plug in to what is uniquely you. 
Welcome to Unbox Your Personality, the podcast for coaches, creatives, and educators like you who understand that your happiness makes you more effective at what you do, bringing out the best in others. I'm Jim P. Higgins, personality strategist and Enneagram fluff remover. Get laser focused on who you are and who you aren't, so you're free to make the impact you were born to make. And have fun doing it. Your personality is your business. So let's get down to business. I was trying to think back, when was the last time that my life was this cuckoo? And I think it was about two years ago when I was writing a book. Remember that? And a month before its release, I got COVID. And back then, that was when COVID was still really, really scary. Not that it's not scary now. In fact, my editor lost her son the following month to the awful virus. So I'm definitely not whining when I recall this story, but just stating the facts and my experience. Now, as a part of my ADHD, I have this thing that's called interoception. I don't have time to really go into that. So just Google it, interoception. And basically, the short of it is I never really feel hungry. And you know, with COVID, at least for me, I had a horrible sense of taste, a horrible sense of smell, and it didn't go away. Like for some people, everything just tasted and smelled terrible, and therefore I couldn't eat. And then on top of the interoception, I never really had the urge to eat either. So I was basically starving myself for those weeks that I was in recovery. I mean, I'm not saying I didn't anything, but I was not eating a lot. Long story short, it took me a lot longer to recover from COVID because of that. But you know how they say when you fast, you get a lot of clarity? I actually got a lot of clarity during those three weeks of my recovery. And I realized that I wasn't actually writing the book that I had wanted to write. It's It wasn't getting me excited. And I think that was creating a lot of extra stress and unnecess- unnecessary stress in my life at that time. So it ended up that that COVID detour, the timing of that was really a godsend. So now let's fast forward to the present day and age. <laughs> it's kind of the same story, really, when I think about it. I, I just didn't... I guess I didn't really recognize it at first. It's like the same story, different backdrop. Instead of a book, it's a YouTube channel. Instead of COVID, it was getting banned. Instead of working with my coach and my editor, it's working with my team that I'm managing now. And let me tell you, they are a dream team. So many synchronicities in that, I'll have to create another episode on that. But the major differences between then and now is that There's some family issues going on. Both of my sons are graduating. This is a huge transition for our family, of course, emotionally, but there's also campus tours. We, during this two weeks of the YouTube drama, we had three campus tours scheduled. A lot of decision making that needed to happen. And oh my gosh, the paperwork. There's so much paperwork involved in this. Also, my dad is in later stages of dementia, and my mom is also elderly and taking care of him. So there's been a lot of traveling the last few months of going there to help take care of them. 
And last month, there was a lot of guilt that I had to bear for skipping a month, for which I felt like, oh, I'm skipping it to to launch a YouTube channel. It made me actually really question where my priorities were. But I've gotten so much advice from friends saying that we as a family really need to prioritize our health, our mental health, not just as individuals, but also as a family. So I knew intellectually it was the right thing to do to skip a month regardless if it was for YouTube or not. Well, if you listened to the last episode, you heard me talk about my experience with the batch recording that we had originally planned. I had six months of material to record for the channel and how it backfired. You can go back and listen to that episode. But I just knew that we had to change our approach because I just did not have the energy level for that model to be sustainable. And I feel like I need to give more context to that. I may just talk and then hopefully when I'm editing this, it will just flow together. You'll have to let me know, okay? But here's the context to um, why this was particularly stressful for me um, and feeling like I had this crunch. So I'm turning 49 this month. I know, I don't look 49 and I don't feel 49 and I have resisted admitting that. (laughs) for many, many years, um, hashtag forever 29. But this year is supposed to be like a sabbatical of sorts. It's my year of jubilee. So my vision for this year was to do my regular launch early. And then the rest of the year was to rest. Of course, I wasn't going to stop working because I really love my job and I'm not going to let down my clients. Honestly, they're like the highlight of my week. I mean, no offense to my my family, but my clients are like my family. But my intention this year of, of my year of Jubilee was not to store up any profits and just to cover my cost, my cost of operations and standard living expenses, of course, which I, I have fewer now that my kids... Uh, My business is always paid for uh, taking care of my kids, their therapy, extracurricular activities, and all these extra things that was required because of their special needs. And then just donate the rest. So I was really feeling the crunch time to be launched and ready to jubilee by the end of the month of March. Well... With the stress of everything changing and what I thought was a divine deadline, but really it was a self-imposed deadline. Because my thinking was, I only have one Jubilee year in my lifetime. I mean, maybe, hopefully I'll live to be 100, but my type 7 of me just did not want to miss out on that experience. So when we started implementing the new plan, the improved plan, all of a sudden, very, very illogical acts of what I call sabotage began happening. It started with my website, powercoachgen.com, got reported as dangerous. And it wasn't just like a little warning. You would click on it and this huge red screen, I called it the red screen of death, would pop up and say, warning, this site is dangerous. It's going to ask for your information and exploit you and be bad. And it was, it was terrible because, you know, that is not me. And I've had this website for 15 years. It might be longer than that by now. I stopped counting. But as a result, YouTube banned me. 
And yes, there was an appeals process and it was torture because I didn't really know what I was doing. But during that time, I stopped all emails. I stopped all social media and, of course, recording for the YouTube channel. Anything that was going to involve bringing attention to my website that was potentially going to create not the ripple effect that I wanted. <laughs> I even had a Google employee help me scrub the code and make sure that it was really clean. He wasn't even really sure that that was what was causing the issue, but we were going to fix it just in case. And then my team helped me change all of my links. I mean, there's a lot of links, but I, fortunately I had a backup domain that I owned um, that wasn't being used. But we changed all of our links to that instead. I'm talking to all of my courses, all of the emails associated with those courses, all of my social media, all my podcast. I mean, it was a lot. Now, you heard me say that I got banned three times. The first time it happened, I was, I happened to be on a campus tour, of course, but it was local, so I wasn't too far to be able to quickly get to a computer to help troubleshoot the situation. But the second time it happened, I was on the other side of the state on a campus tour, and all I had was my phone, and there was very little, literally nothing that I could do about it other than complain. <laughs> And my team, my poor team, they were scared to death to do anything out of fear of making it worse. So feeling helpless and really trying to figure out what the heck is going on here. Needless to say, my type 7's aggressive confronting style can really easily be misconstrued. Now, I'm not blaming anybody here. It is my responsibility to recognize that blind spot and to repair any damage that I might have done in my relationships. And what happened, I did. I stepped on some toes and the band almost broke up. One of my team members put in her notice and I wasn't a very nice wife. Poor Terry, sorry. I love you. And at one point, I had a migraine so bad that I thought I was going to have to go to the ER. Now, this wasn't while we were traveling. This was later on in the week. But I surrendered. I noticed that my body, it wasn't just my mind that was under stress. My body was under stress, and I was ignoring it. As soon as I surrendered, I almost immediately recognized that I was starving myself again, just like I did two years prior when I had COVID. Did you look up interoception yet? And it does take a while to recover from that because it's like breaking a fast. You can't do it instantaneously just by eating. And then the third time that it happened, it was because a second URL, a second domain was flagged as dangerous. <sighs> but somehow in between all of the bands, I miraculously got a new student. Even though I was not posting on social media, I wasn't posting podcasts. I wasn't updating my launch team. It probably looked like I had fallen off of the planet. But I got an email from a new student who said she couldn't access her dashboard because my website had this red screen of death. But fortunately, she knew she'd already finished one course. She knew that I wasn't dangerous. And she said something to me that was exactly what I needed to hear in that moment. She said, I just binged one of your courses and you are a breath of fresh air.
Are you feeling a bit disappointed that you haven't finished that project yet? Are the kids' schedules impacting your business? Or are the demands of your business affecting your relationships at home? Maybe you need a magic formula for that work-life balance before your fire gets so dim or it completely burns out. I've been there. There was a point in my life where I was juggling two businesses and homeschooling and had personal health issues. There was barely time to even connect with myself, much less connect with my husband. When I was finally officially diagnosed with ADHD, I felt like that explained everything. I had a new perspective and started approaching things in a new way. So I created a guide containing 20 tips that I personally use, and they have worked for me for helping me stay on course with my goals. Now you might not have ADHD, but I bet you can relate to having a million distractions during the day. So if you're ready to stop procrastinating or stop being hard on yourself for missing yet another deadline, self-imposed or not, go ahead and download the guide at powercoachgen.com. If you just find one tip from the list that helps you move forward today, you will be so glad you took the time to read it. Go to powercoachgen.com and download the guide right now. And I needed that. Number one, I needed a breath of fresh air. But I also needed to believe that I was still relevant. So after that surrendered moment, I spent my time reflecting, meditating, really getting in tune to what God wanted me to hear and the lessons that I'm supposed to be learning through all of this other than eating. I picked up on that lesson pretty quickly. (laughs) But I kept looking for synchronicities and kept looking for the signs. And they all pointed to the ultimate solution that I want to share with you today. So last season of the podcast, I invited guests to talk about their personality tools of choice. And this was actually my original vision that I had had for this podcast. It was called Unbox Your Personality, not Unbox Your Enneagram. I just happened to marry the Enneagram. I wanted listeners to understand that it's not the tool that you use, but it's in the implementation of what you know about your personality to live and work on purpose and with intention. And so Last fall, feeling like I kind of maxed out what I knew about my own personality through the Enneagram, I was really excited to have these interviews and have these conversations. Some of them were old, some of them were new, and I did a deep dive in each of them, sharing that with you on the podcast as well. And when I came up for air, all of the signs pointed to human design. The interview was done back in the fall, but I don't think it posted on the podcast until January. And at first, I was really resistant to talk about human design because it's so complicated. And and I really wasn't interested in getting certified, especially with my year of Jubilee in the wings. So just for funsies, last fall, I started using it in my business and mainly as a way to expedite Enneagram typing. 
I found it to be a really excellent way to not just figure out what the client's core type was, but also to recognize why they tend to lean to one wing or to uh, gravitate to one instinct over the other two. And then with my current coaching clients who are open to it, it allowed me to formulate questions that help them move with the flow of the energy of their human design. That really helped them get to their aha moments faster. And I dedicated myself to make sure I didn't teach it because I didn't want to melt any brains. I would actually write on a piece of paper in front of my computer, do not teach human design. (laughs) Because it is so fascinating, but I brought into the business not to teach it, just to use it for my benefit to help discern which were the right questions for their human design and their Enneagram type so they wouldn't stay stuck. Then in December, one of my clients wanted to know more about human design, and I did find myself teaching it. And because of my fear that I would melt their brains, I found that I was teaching it in the same practical way that I teach the Enneagram. Very simple analogies that they can understand. And then another client wanted to understand, and then another client, and then another. And it isn't because I know everything there is to know about human design, because there's a lot, but it's because I understand brain science. It's because I understand personality psychology and I understand human development. That's my background. I think I just calculated that it's been almost 30 years. But what my clients recognized in me that I didn't, which that's the kind of blind spot I like, is that I can seamlessly integrate the Enneagram and the human design without skipping a beat. And because of that, they're able to pick it up faster and go ahead and start implementing it into their brand, into their messaging, and into their copywriting. And most importantly, tweaking their systems so that they are making sure that they stay in that alignment. So what shifted in me last month? Well, the stupid bands made me stop and reflect. That's what type sevens can struggle with sometimes. I slowed down a little bit. I asked the questions and then actually looked for the answers instead of trying to logically parse it all out. And guess what? I used my human design and my Enneagram growth path to get through it. I have spent years teaching and perfecting the art of creating a game plan that is based off of your personality. And what was missing for me, and probably you, was in the execution of that plan when under extreme stress. When one thing after another, after another, after another, after another, and you feel like you are drowning. This combination was exactly what I needed. It is probably exactly what you need because this is where people usually shut down or give up or say it is what it is. By the way, that is not my favorite phase. Always remember that folks, it is what you make of it. So anyway, I documented what I learned and I put it in a guide. And that guide is what has become the 2023 Ultimate Business Personality Integrator. Also not what I originally had planned for it to be, but so, so, so much better. 
I'm going to put the link in the show notes. Through my own personal experience, I recognize how integrating my Enneagram and human design helped me refine my game plan. And now I'm bringing that guide to you. Through adding human design, we discovered that my team member had actually mistyped herself. And once we recognized what her true Enneagram type is, plus her human design, we were able to develop a better communication system. And I'm happy to say the band is still together. And for myself, by considering human design in my game plan, I was able to make these mindset shifts where my type seven past blindness and emotional blindness was holding me back. And it just was simple tweaks, guys. It wasn't anything monumental that I had to change in my plan. And human design also made me face some really hard truths that my type seven-ness did not want to hear. Like how my gator the fighter basically means I'm supposed to struggle. Blech. And my incarnation cross, which I think in my deep dive, I said I didn't know what I was talking about yet, but I've done another deep dive and it makes so much sense now. But my incarnation cross is a cross of upheaval, which basically means that I'm supposed to poke at stagnant things, even if it ticks people off or makes them uncomfortable. And at the same time, my transpersonal destiny means I'm supposed to not just tell my story, but I'm supposed to tell your story too. So the big aha for the little tweak that I needed to make was instead of coming over here and planning six months of content, batch recording, hating it, changing it to shorts from the podcast, that was the plan, complicating it because of course, you know, what about my year of Jubilee? recognizing that I need to be doing what I do best, which is teaching and coaching, but not the formal way, not the generic way, not the let me just give you generic advice way, but the individual way that combines your Enneagram type, your human design, your nature, and your nurture that can only be explained by your life experiences. So instead, I'm inviting my listeners and followers to ask me questions about your issues, like, why do I do this, Jen? Or the other day, my husband said this, and this is how I reacted. Why do I do that, Jen? Or I've been in business for so long, but I'm so unhappy, but I'm doing so well. And then let me record that answer for you. That's gonna be my YouTube content. Of course, you can do the standard, what's an Enneagram or what does it mean to be a projector for human design? Those questions are welcome too. And that doesn't really feel like a extremely polished strategy plan. It actually feels kind of risky because what if no one has questions, Jen? <laughs> That's putting a lot of power in the hands of the people that you can't control, Jen. <laughs> yep, that's a real fear of mine. But you know what? I am good at answering questions. I remember I used to go into Facebook groups all the time and just answer people's questions. I'm like, oh, I like how I answer that. I should, I should create a, a social media post on that. All I know is that working with my personality and not against it has always served me and has always allowed me to, to serve authentically. And when I think about it, when I combine the Enneagram and human design, it, it seems to readily do what it is that I 
wanted to do when I wrote my book. Oh, look, I came full circle. <laughs> when I got sick and I realized that I wasn't writing the book that I really wanted to write, this is what I meant by that. I'd, I didn't want to just write another Enneagram book. There was plenty of Enneagram books out there. What I really wanted people to understand was the nature of their personality and recognize what parts of their personality that they could change and what parts that they shouldn't change because it was a natural part of you and is actually a strength that's just not quite developed yet. And the mainstream use of the Enneagram is largely about understanding your nurtured part of your personality. You'll hear people talk about childhood wounds and talking about their instincts and coping strategies. And that's all true. But it made it really hard to win people over to my line of thinking around the brain science of reflexes and how we are hardwired. But with human design, I mean, it's a literal snapshot of how you were born. So it is inherently already attracting people who want to understand the nature of their personality. I don't have to convince anybody. So by combining them, people who haven't already been in my world and already know my philosophy about the nature and the nurture of your personality through the Enneagram, this made it a lot easier. And I'm recognizing that people are able to pick up on their own intuition a lot faster this way. It just works. It's, it's a dream combination. It's like peanut butter and jelly. I'm happy to say my team is still intact. My marriage is still intact. That's, that's a story for another episode. There were a lot of really cool things that happened there. And I don't think I've scarred my children for life. That's one of those things that we just have to wait and see. So stay tuned for that, I guess. <laughs> and my sanity is still intact. And my business, I mean, I am so excited about my business right now. and What's to come? I can't wait to see how I'm being led to serve. I love the mystery of it all, which is one of the gates that I am currently trying to decondition of my human design. And everything that I have learned in the last couple of months, and especially in the last couple of weeks, I'm so happy to have been able to put it all into one guide that you can download. And if I'm truthful, originally I was going to charge for this guide after the YouTube officially launched. It was a different guide back then, but it was going to be a precursor to my next book. So, of course, I was going to have to charge for it. But now I have decided to offer it for free because, again, it's my year of Jubilee. So far, it is over 25 pages of practical, non-fluffy guidance to integrating your Enneagram and your human design. And it's all about helping you lead a life and a business with purpose. The first edition is going to be released very, very soon. Now I say that because I know I'm going to learn more stuff and I'm going to add to it. So it's just going to get better. So go ahead and click on the link so that you'll be the first to get it. And if you're into reciprocity and you find it so valuable that you just have to give back, this is how you can do that. Just spread the word about my YouTube channel and that I'm answering people's questions by sending me your questions and telling other people that they can send me their questions. 
I'm gonna be able to have all this content to launch the YouTube of my dreams. That's actually serving people in a very functional, practical way. And of course, if you're led to donate, I will have a link where you can financially contribute to. I promise to be a good steward of your donations. So if you've made it this far, thank you for listening to my story. It's a very, very exciting time for me personally and hopefully for my business this upcoming year as I am manifesting my vision to serve, to reach my potential, and to fulfill the role that I was born to fill. It's been a long time since I have really felt like I have unboxed something huge out of my personality. And here I come, ready to unleash my power. Thank you for listening, subscribing, and reviewing the Unbox Your Personality podcast. To learn more about yourself, go to powercoachgen.com. Find out how you are different so you can make your difference.